Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Always free. That's the number one thing. And live on the Odyssey app. We are so lucky today. <clears throat> Doc Walker and Ditton Day in for Coach Sheehan. And we hope that uh, whether it's the mock schedule, the mock draft, or his contribution, book signing, whatever he's got going, we wish him well with that. We are so loaded, courtesy of the BetQL guest hotline. Didn't I can't believe it, man. Galdi, now Kerr. This is unbelievable. How'd you book this? What do you say when you call Jeff up? Oh, say Jeff, I need a favor. I mean Jeff and Jeff? I are bo- Jeff and I are boys. We go way back. I know. I, know, okay, I knew good. he'd be he'd be down. Okay. Well, Jeff, we're happy to have you, man. Courtesy of the BetQL guest hotline. You know how it is, man. You bet smarter, you beat the books. You download the BetQL app today, or you visit BetQL.com. It's all there for you. This, when I heard first of all that Belichick was stepping down. I said, okay, I can see it. I, it didn't scare me. Nick, with the team that he will have coming back next year, that blew me away. So what out of, and you do this at the highest level possible, what out of the Pete Carroll, which one blew your mind most? You know what, Doc? I think Pete Carroll because okay. Pete Ooh. Carroll loves the coach, in my yeah. opinion. Like, he yeah. just – 72 years old. I mean, the guy's throwing footballs to his wide receivers at practice. That's that's the type of coach Pete Carroll is. So to me, it, it, it was definitely Carroll. Like the Belichick exit, I could see coming for at least about two years. Are you surprised that it took into, you know, early Thursday for Belichick to, to be let loose? I think it was, okay, we're going to move on from Bill. How can we do this in the most professional manner? And I think the Patriots handled this perfectly. This is why you want to actually play for Robert Kraft and that organization. They didn't fire him. Belichick didn't say, I want out. It was a mutual parting of ways. They're having a joint press conference, which, again, I can't stress that enough, how important that is to have a joint press conference with the head coach and with the owner of the organization. It it, it tells me, like, okay, it's time to move on. And it's clear Bill isn't done coaching yet. I mean, I think this – this guy's going to coach till he, till he dies, personally. Uh, I mean, that's, that's just Bill Belichick. He's a football lifer. So, I like the way they handled it. I don't think they wanted it to dominate the national championship game. I don't think they wanted to um, take over the other coaching firing cycles. I think it was, okay, what is the best way we can do this? And I, I think the Patriots nailed it. Yeah, you know, Jeff, I see in Pete Carroll – because he is the energizer bunny. I mean, he's definitely not the mortician standing on the sideline. This dude is fired up, and he's always been that way. And collegiately, as a professional, he gets results. And But when you look at a lot of the defensive-minded coaches, their success ultimately is tied to 
a all-pro or all-American quarterback. Do you think that was why Seattle turned the corner on Pete? I, I think Seattle, this was definitely in the works for a while. That's what it feels like anyway. I, I think yeah. it was like, okay, what are you going to do in, in two, three years from now? Like, the, you know, Because Seattle was always kind of in the rebuild, but a rebuild for Pete Carroll was different than a rebuild for everybody else because they had two really good drafts. And they got the most they could out of Geno Smith. I mean, I, I think Seattle looked at it as, okay, we were 9-8 two years in a row. We got destroyed in a playoff game last year in a year we were supposed to be terrible. This year we're supposed to be better. We were still 9-8. and eight, And they kind of just fell flat the second half of the year. And the Rams got better. The 49ers are the 49ers. It's, I think they were like, okay, maybe this whole thing's gotten stale. You know, Pete could still stick around it, and look looks like Pete agreed to it. So, again, though, I, I wouldn't put it past Pete Carroll to give NFL head coaching another go around if he wanted to. It, it just seems like you know when when you're when you've been a head coach for let's see how long Pete Carroll's been around now as a head coach. It's been since at least ninety five, ninety six, or ninety seven. So it's mm-hmm. it's been almost thirty years now. It's definitely been over twenty five. It's Maybe it is time to step down. How attractive, like when you look at the landscape of the the openings in the NFL, and there are a lot of them, where does Seattle fall uh, amongst the best openings? I think Seattle's the job I would want right now. Um, just based on, look, it's ever since Mike Holmgren got there and kind of put in his stamp on that organization, how things are run, the Seahawks aren't a laughing stock anymore. They're, they're actually – it's a place you'll want to play. And look, they made a Super Bowl in 2005. They were always competitive in the Matt Hasselbeck era, but they just went to another level when Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson kind of coincided. And it, yeah, did it get stale and wasn't an ugly breakup? Yeah, yeah, it was. But the Seahawks just kept winning and they got the young talent on defense. Guys want to play there. Their offense got playmakers across the board um you know I, i've talked to dk metcalf before he he loved playing in he loves playing in seattle like i said i i even asked him i said so before you even think about being a free agent he's like seattle and i'm like okay <laughs> so you know that that was clear and it, it's a great organization to play with I, I i think i would want that job i mean you know if you can get the most out of Geno smith for another year great but it seems like they're in position to at least make a move to get a quarterback in some way, shape, or form. And yeah, I, I think I take Seattle over any of these jobs right now. I can't argue it. I mean, it, it is an awesome football mindset, like Baltimore to me. They get it. It's tackle football. They respect the line of scrimmage. They're never going to intentionally be poor on the offense or defensive line. And they've dominated on offense and defense. So, yeah, no, Pete, I, I give it – I mean, I give it to him. I, I thought what he did in college was still has not been topped. And for some reason, it's the relationship he has with his captains. I think people – and I'm not certain everybody buys in to everybody on the staff, but I think that he's done that. And especially when you're out there, you got to deal with the Niners and the Rams – and I'm not sleeping on Arizona. I think the West is is pretty interesting. But I can't see Seattle just backing out of this. I think they're in it to win it. 
I, I would agree with that. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned his USC days because I always feel like as a college football fan, I never gravitated toward those Nick Saban Alabama teams. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Nick Saban's an awesome coach. He's the greatest, yeah. the greatest ever, and Alabama's one of the greatest programs ever. What Pete Carroll did to fix U- USC, who you know, you always heard about the myth of USC and OJ Simpson and Marcus Allen and those guys like throwing up. USC was a powerhouse with that man, like Matt Lyon, Reggie Bush, you know, Dwayne Jarrett, Steve Smith, you name it. He had players, and what they were able to do there was incredible. And I'm like, man, why isn't how is Pete Carroll not still in the NFL? And you know, he got another chance in Seattle, and I remember people were like, oh, he jumped ship and. Like, no, he, he did his job at USC, and I, I, I think he proved, you know, he, he was a really good head coach that his stint in New England was um, premature because Bob Kraft, you know, just didn't want him. And, you know, same with the Jets, it's the first stint. It's, it's clear Pete Carroll learned a lot from his first stint in the NFL to his second stint, and now the guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. Where, where do you think uh, Belichick lands? <laughs> Washington? Can I make that prediction? Uh, no, I mean, please, no. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's funny in Philadelphia. We we actually laugh about this because Brian Johnson is like just the butt of all jokes right now. Their offensive coordinator. One of the beat writers actually said, I'd rather have Brian Johnson as my head coach over Bill Belichick. And everybody's just slipped out left and right. And I'm like, well, think about it. Bill Belichick about Tom Brady is just not good. I mean, he's it's, it's actually one of the worst head coaching performances Ever, but I, I guess I just joke Washington because Curly Lambeau eventually coached uh, the franchise and Vince Lombardi coached the franchise. So, you know, well, why not Bill Belichick? But, you know, I, I just being a Sixers fan and knowing Josh Harris well enough, I don't think he's going to go after Bill Belichick. I, 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 I think they'll talk to him, but I think they'll ultimately decide somewhere else unless Magic Johnson really has that, that big of an influence and says, I want that guy. Then maybe that's it, but yeah, I, I don't know. It may, Arthur Blank tried to get Joe Gibbs once, so maybe he goes <laughs> to the Falcons and just gives him an ungodly amount of money. I mean, I could see that. Uh, it, obviously, Jeff, it's been a huge week here with the, the departure of Ron Rivera. This team has leaked just about all of the general manager interviews they're going to do and head coaching. One of the names was uh, Alec Hallaby. Uh, who works in Philadelphia. For those of us that are not familiar, and most of us aren't, what can you tell us about Alec Halaby and what he's done in Philadelphia over the past decade plus? Yeah, so he's kind of like an understudy to Howie Roseman, right? He's a cap guru. Um, he he does some work with player personnel, but, but mostly like if Washington wants to get good players on favorable deals, Alec Halaby's probably your guy. And look, I, I think Washington's looking ahead as, okay, you know, the Eagles have this sustained period of success. And, you know, it, to find success, you know, it, it's not the Andy Reid era of success, but it's they're competitive. It, it seems like they're competitive at least once every two years or once every three years. And, and I, I mean, Super Bowl competitive. So what's Alec Howell be doing? Like, what's Howie Roseman doing? And it's clear that Roseman knows how to get guys on team-friendly deals before he decides to move on from. Now, last couple of years, he's gotten to attach to a couple people, but I mean, Hallaby, it's he's clashed a little bit with some of the front office doings, like of how he would run it. So, and and look, like he's like Ian Cunningham, um, who's I, I think is Washington giving Ian Cunningham a look to you guys now? Yeah, I think they interviewed him. Yeah. 
Did they interview him? Well, yeah, that's another uh, Roseman understudy, too. So it's clear they're looking down, like, the Roseman pipeline to see, okay, what are the Eagles doing that we're not? And, you know, we, we can name about a million things the Eagles do that Washington doesn't. But, I, I mean, I think Al, Alvy would be a good general manager for them. I mean, a lot of these guys in the Eagles front office have been getting poached by other teams and getting well-deserved promotions, and I think Alvy's going to be the next one. Can't argue it. I, and, and again, pay for you. You get what you pay for, and I'm glad that this group understands that. It's a lot of guys behind the curtain. We don't even have to know their names, but I can tell you that and upgrade assistant coaches' value is so under recognized. People have to get better once you acquire them, and if you got you hiding people on your staff due to friendship, you you can't win. Because it's clear that certain levels did not perform to their ability. And who do you blame for that? I blame individual assistant coaches. Yeah, I I would definitely go with – so it's funny you mention that because Doug Peterson's kind of like that with Press Taylor right now. He gives Press Taylor the play-calling abilities this year, and Trevor Lawrence gets worse. And the Eagles are doing this with Brian Johnson, Jalen Hurts this year. It's yeah. Hurts and Johnson have a great relationship, but at the end of the day, is Brian Johnson making Jalen Hurts better? Is Nick Sirianni making Jalen Hurts better? That's the question right now. And I mean, in, in all reality, Jalen Hurts is Dak Prescott from last year. He turns the ball over way too much, but he keeps making plays. And it, it feels like that with Doug Pearson and Press Taylor right now with Trevor Lawrence, it's like, okay, like, are we sure if we're questioning whether Trevor Lawrence is the franchise quarterback or not, I think you really have to look at yourself as a coaching staff and say, okay, we're not sure if this guy's good. Maybe it's us. So again, it's, it's going to be interesting. I still don't think we're done with head coach, like firings and whatnot. We, we got eight openings. I, I made a bold prediction. It was going to be 10 in November and we're Ooh. two away. So we'll see. Uh, Jeff, what's going on with your birds on defense this year? It feels like they've been getting beaten up a lot the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, when Sam Howell torches them for, what, eight touchdown passes in two games or whatever it was, like, <laughs> you, you, like, like you knew you had a problem. And, uh, you know, I, I think it was the second Washington game when I went down the FedEx field in, what was it, October and early November. I, it, it's been so long ago now. But, but when he just – it was so bizarre with Sam Howell because to me it was okay this secondary's got issues we know that but they're also banged up I'm thinking to myself okay maybe the personnel's just not as good well Slay's having a good year but Bradbury is not um now Cindy Brown's hurt they trade for Kevin Byard I don't think that move specifically helped them but also, their pass rush just isn't getting to the quarterback like they were last year. They had 70 sacks last year. They only have 41 this year, and 30 of them came in the first, like, 12 games. So they, they really haven't begun to the quarterback recently. And just the, the defense is just a complete mess. That's why I don't think they're going to beat Tampa on Monday night. I mean, they can't even beat the stinking Giants. <laughs> you got no command. I'll tell you what. Didn't you were right, man. Jeff is on fire. I told you it would be. He never. He ne- he, o- he always brings the heat. 
every day, boys. Every day. It's I, I always say, like, I'm never mad about anything. I just have to complain about something, whether people listen or not. Well, I ain't mad at you, man. We appreciate all that you bring to the table. It seems like this is like the stock exchange for us now. Every 24-hour cycle is going to be exciting. People are dropping things. and We haven't even gotten to the point where we're, we've hired anybody. Yeah, who do you guys want in Washington? I, I, I'm curious. I want the best, speaking personally, the most aggressive, 100% alpha male that I can get in that is not going to be a babysitter, but going to be more like a warden of a prison. I'm so sick of people trying to make be late-night talk show hosts. I want a guy like I played for, the Joe Jackson Gibbs. Slept at the park. You know, was never working on a short game during the season and was laser focused about 53 men getting better and being one. That's what I'm looking for. Didn't I, I, I still think it's crazy to me with Washington. Again, I grew up in the 90s. If someone would have told me the Dallas Cowboys, after they won their third Super Bowl, would not go to another conference championship game in 2024, and Washington, this franchise with that was rejuvenated with Joe Gibbs and was still kind of winning in the nineties with North Turner would just be irrelevant, especially when Daniel Snyder bought him. I would have just been like, yeah, okay. You know, (laughs) yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I just can't believe how, and again, at least you guys get solace in the fact that the Cowboys haven't won anything. Cause I know down Washington, you probably hate Dallas just as much as Philadelphia does. Yeah. We ain't got no love for that ugly star. No love for that for that ugly ugly star. I want Adam Peters. I, I think Adam Peters has done a real good job in San Francisco, and I think it's yes. a, a telltale sign that when yeah. San Francisco is you know promoting people to potentially promote Adam Peters because they don't want him to leave. If you're taking someone from an organization that's good that they want to keep, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, I think so too. It, it just seems like anybody from like the John Lynch or anybody affiliated with Kyle Shanahan now just seems to to work. So uh, maybe that's the direction they go in. Uh, again, I, I do think it's funny though, just being from Philadelphia and, and a Sixers fan, how Josh Harris can get Bob Myers to find his search for a head coach for the commanders, but he can't bring Bob Myers into, you know, actually do something that he's strong in running a basketball team. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been waiting to hear that. You're the first guy that said what I've been thinking. I go, but but I, what I, here's what I love about him. He's not afraid to go for it. Knowing that that would be brought up, but he doesn't care. I think his urgency, because the Sixers are in good shape. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah they are. It, it's not like they yeah. need Bob Myers to run their run their team. Right. And, again, when, when the Harris bought the commanders, I kind of was like, uh-oh, and – Everybody says, oh, Josh Harris is a terrible owner. You know, he owns this. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, the Sixers and Devils really suck. You know, like, come on. Like, I mean, no one can be worse than what Dan Snyder was. I mean, let, let's just be realistic here. And it, at the very least, I actually think the commanders are going to be respectable, something they haven't been for a long time. And, you know, it, I know a lot of commanders fans. It's they're, I, I, I think they're excited that it's just not Dan Snyder. It's they actually can go to FedEx Field and watch. But that's what you guys need next. You need to get that stadium. You need to get that fit figured out so in some way, shape, or form. 
Well, no arguments on my side, and uh, it's been a thrill. Jeff, uh, you know, I, I Harry Callis, um, the late great, was a dear friend of mine, and I, he taught me so much about Philadelphia and the whole nine yards. George Michael, who worked in our market here at Sports Machine, legend, truck keeper now. Can't wait to do this again. Uh, absolutely. It, it, you know what? It, I always say I'm not a commander's expert, but I, I follow them enough just being around the Eagles. So, you know, I, I'm always happy to come on with you guys. <laughs> All right. Appreciate that. And I'm sure the coach will as well. We go to break. We come back. And here's the interesting part about it. Now that you have the recent news, another goat in the water, has it altered what you would like? What's the number one thing you'd like to find out this weekend about the Burgundy and Gold? 301-230-0980 is the number on the Ace Law listener line. More with DD and DOC in a moment. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back here on the Kevin Sheehan Show. Doc Walker on the microphone, Denton Day behind the glass, and uh, courtesy of the Ace Law Listener Line, you can join us as well as we request your opinion. Where are you now? A lot of news going on. Goats coming out of the sky. Uh, I think a lot of this has to do with NIL. And Denton Day, your passion for college is what links us together. And I just think, man, you get in your 70s and you get no break now. Because you got re- you got to recruit twice. There's no way in you know what that I would venture to do that as opposed to the NFL just because the double recruiting 
and NIL Portland until they clean this up and make it so the adults are back in charge. Count me out. To the ace, law listener line we go. Aries T, welcome. What's going on, K9? Good morning, Doc. How you doing? Better than ever. I know that's right. Um, I'm hoping that um, by this time uh, next week we'll have our general manager or, or president of um, play operations, and so he can do his due diligence to go out and find us a good coach. Then we can go to the combines and scout our players that we're going to need to improve this football team. So we can go forward, and this time hopefully next year we won't be in last place. We'll be in the playoffs, and we can move on forward and take the necessary steps to make us a great team again. That's what I like to see, Doc. Love it, man. Appreciate that, T. Thank you for your comments. Hey, who wouldn't want that? And the beauty of it now, we haven't even talked about the New York football giants. I'm a Wink Martindale guy. I just love a dude who's brash. And plus, he's got Ravens in his background. Seahawks, Ravens, Steelers, Niners, count me in. Count me in. I'll push that button because I like the way they approach football. It's not a shell and let's go inside the indoor practice facility mindset. It's blood and guts, fourth and one mindset. They play man-to-man defense. They can zone you up, but they're going to always put a helmet under your chin. It's just who they are. It's the way they're built. I'm looking for that as opposed to, to the not that the poodles aren't bad, just not my style. Give me the pit bull over the poodle. JYD, welcome. Hey, how you doing, Doc? I'm good, man. Having fun. I, I know you are. <laughs> One of the easiest jobs in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, the hard One job thing. is during the season covering this crap. Now that that's over. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, the, the vent, and I'm used to it. Hell, we do it every three or four years. Well, it's still, it's, it's still, it's, it's still a lot of crap, even, yeah. e- even after the season's over. Yeah. Because I, I'm just, I'm just sitting back and I've been listening to all the names and the people that, that the, the commanders have been bringing in the talk. And the thing that, 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 that sort of like ruffled my feathers on was that, you have you already got one one of the best basketball minds in in as a part a part owner of this team magic johnson guy i know he's got at least four or five championship rings and i just don't understand are we trying to build a football team or are we trying to build a basketball team? Now, now, because I understand, you know, it just seems to me we got two, you know what? My mom used to always tell me, I used. To, I remember one time I had, I, you know, I had all, I had a whole lot of girlfriends. And you know what she told me? You're going to wind up, you know what you're going to wind up with? I thought she was going to tell me, you know, I'm going to wind up with, you know, with something more. Whatever. She said, you know what? You're going to wind up with, with, with nobody, with nothing. Because you got too many irons in the fire. 
it should come to the point where after this week, certainly by Monday, we should know where who's going to be steering this ship. We shouldn't have a coach, but we should have we but we should have a general manager or 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 or, 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 or football operations man high or whatever name they trying to the, the name to it or whatever. They should they should have somebody that's going to know who's going to steer the ship because the longer you wait, you got seven teams out there vying vying for everybody. So I'm looking for get somebody that you're going to you, you should know by now who's going to steer this ship. You don't need that. You don't need to have uh, keep on bringing all these people, all these people, all these people, whatever. You have five. You've had five or six months to really get to to to, to really get off running to know. Boom! This is who I want. Yeah, well, I'll months. tell you this. It's a process, JYD, that you cannot accelerate it. I think that, and again, I'm like you. I'm impatient by nature. But having seen this effed up time and time again, <laughs> and I've seen it run by ESPN. ESPN was controlling this franchise, in my humble opinion, for way too many years because the owner's buddies – the only intel they could get is off TV. So I'm willing to go. I don't care if they were in soccer. As long as they were champions in soccer, I'm interested. Let's have lunch. Let's talk. What I got to do is get more winners around me, more champions. I'll be honest with you. I don't give a damn what the sport is. What I can't do is keep attracting losers and con men. I've seen it too many times. We're the experts at what not to do. So I'm going to move aside and let the and let Josh and his group and Sheehan, all those guys get together and figure this out. Appreciate you calling. You know what, what you say didn't. You know I mean, what Bob I, Myers, I just don't I got to do it. You know what Bob Myers did really well that I don't think he gets enough credit for cuz I don't know how many people really pay attention to this. You know doc, I'm a nerd. I'm a sports nerd, so I'm like I love these little intricate stories. I do too. When they built the the organization in Golden State, we kind of saw it the latter awful. years when you know Draymond's calling Kevin Durant out on the floor, the Jordan Poole yeah. Draymond situation that was leaked by somebody. But there was a lot of years where we heard nothing. There was never any leaks from that organization, and you think you think during a run of a championship when they have all the pressure on the world, do you think they're not fighting with each other in the locker room? You think they're not going at each other's neck at practice? They did that every single day to the point where once David West, after the championship, said there's so many things that happen behind closed doors that the public will never know about it. I've held on to that for years. So when Bob Myers was officially announced as part of the advisory team, I had thrown this idea out to Kevin, uh, by the way, at the start of the NBA season when I saw Bob Myers on television. So I'm like, what's he, what's he doing on television? Surely he didn't leave the Warriors to just go TV. There's something else brewing here. I thought maybe he'd come here. Sure enough, I was right. But when David West said that, I, was, I thought to myself, like, that's something that you don't often get with teams. It certainly hasn't happened with our organization in the NFL. There are leaks galore from this organization. The one thing that excites me the most is that Bob Myers is going to help build a culture here, put the right people in place, 
so we're not leaking like a faucet in November anymore. And and there's so many things, and, and I, I felt JYD's, I felt his frustration, but, you know, it's like all the good cooks, if you grow up being young and everything's done by hand, there's no microwave involved. It's old school, takes a little longer. But to get it right, we can't afford not to. So looking at the Cowboys' uh, power brain trust, look at everybody's. What's impressed me is the people that have accepted the invitations. This has been a tire fire, and yet people are willing to listen. They want to come in. That says a lot to me It because we don't know what this group is going to do football-wise. They have a a heralded background in other sports. If you were a wealthy guy doing well in your profession, they called you, would you do it? Would you take it based on what you've seen? Hell yeah. And you get to work at Magic Johnson too. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And Bob, like yeah, Bob I mean, Myers you know, was going to transcend. Like that's, a re- that's one of the reasons, if you remember, when he left Golden State, the rumor was that he was, he was going to do a couple things. He was going to help run your former home, UCLA. He was going to have a high-level position either in the the athletic department or just the school's department. He obviously went to UCLA. He was going to help Roger Goodell run the NFL. He was going to join the NFL's front office. Or he was going to go overseas and help with soccer to run a league out there. So this guy, can he can do multiple. I know he's known for building a basketball team and a really good one, but he can do multiple things. So having him... In our city with our team, you would have never had that with a rat-faced bastard, Dan Snyder. I know. It's frightening. And that's what I hope our public understands. How lucky you are that Josh Harris and company can attract blue-chip talent. This is blue-chip talent. And I don't know how you fail when you get that many smart people that are unselfish, if they can, in fact, Settle on a common goal. What is the goal? And when I hear that, then I'll know that we're locked and loaded. I, I'd be honored based on what we've been through. Now, we've had talent here before, and we haven't allowed it to do its job. We have nobody to blame but ourselves for this. It's not like we didn't have it, but we do, you know, we didn't do it. We blew it. We flat out blew it. And why did we blow it? Why most group efforts fail? Ego. Ego. Somebody wanted to get all the credit instead of winning. And every time you get that or people aren't focused, the buzzword over the last decade is be around here has been, does somebody love football? Do you know how many people we paid that really don't give a damn about football? They're more concerned about sinking a six-foot putt than they are football. That's your fault. Didn't nobody lie to you on the, when they were filling out their resume. You didn't know what to ask because you've never really won anything yourself. So blind leading the blind. I ain't mad at Madden. I'm going to tell you what, but man, you a lot of you people in this AI thing, you think you get it. Yeah, unless your mouth has been full of blood and you swallowed teeth, you'll never really understand it. Denton News is next when we return. Right here on the Sheehan Show, DOC and DD. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, DLC, we got a lot of things to get into here. I want to start, though, with our team because we got some news relating to the general manager search. Nothing finite yet, but a couple of sources have reported, and it's been confirmed by John Kaima ESPN, that the final two in contention for the general manager job, Adam Peters, who comes to us from the San Francisco 49ers, and Ian Cunningham, who comes from the Bears by way of, like, the Eagles and the Ravens, who has been with good organizations, happens to be with an okay organization, now could potentially be coming to our organization. Those are the final two. Got a second round of meetings coming up, either today or tomorrow, and then who knows, potentially by Saturday or Sunday, we will have an answer as to who is the general manager and head of football operations moving forward. Yeah, well, I trust him, but I'll take the Bruin, Peters. If I get a vote. I think I would, too. I, I would prefer Peters for some of the reasons that I've mentioned. But, look, when San Francisco, who's a really good organization that we are trying to reach the level of, when they are fighting tooth and nail to keep a guy and you get to take him, that's usually a pretty good sign. Agreed. <laughs> you think? Yeah, It doesn't happen in this organization here often. You know what I mean? Well, Let's say, I can tell you just looking on the outside in, I'm not interested in leaving the Bay Area to come here with this organization. And so if a guy's willing willing to do that, it says a lot. I mean, I don't know if anyone's turned him down. Now, I don't know if they've got really the rock star in Dallas. Uh, I'm not certain if he agreed to come in for a visit or not. But a lot of very talented people respect this group enough to at least listen. And you cannot say that about our past administration. No, you certainly cannot. They were just here for the money, and then yep. they left. Yep. That's all it ever was. Yep. No, so you and I have talked a lot today about the shock retirement of Nick Saban. Have you seen how some of the rivals in the SEC have reacted? No, no, I haven't. I've been so locked in to um, making sure that Coach Sheehan um, is okay and that he's landed and that the, um, you know, because the wind turbulence was supposed to be high. It's supposed to be high winds. Always worried about it because I understand he might have flown himself to this next location. So in that, with your con- concern for the coach, uh, Auburn – who was the arch rival of Alabama, (laughs) 
you know when they beat Alabama, when they have big wins at Auburn, they have a, a place on campus called Toomer's Corner, which has a lot of trees, and they roll the trees. And by roll, I mean they take toilet paper, and they yeah. essentially teepee the trees. Well, yeah. in the aftermath of Nick Saban retiring, Toomer's Corner has been rolled in Auburn. They are celebrating the retirement of the GOAT, and now they have some life again in the SEC. On the contrary, there is a statue uh, on Alabama's campus that has been delivered with oatmeal cream pies and Coca-Cola, two of Nick Saban's favorite things. It's a state of mourning at one Alabama university and a state of joy at another one just a couple uh, couple miles away. Yeah, he gets that impact. He, um, I was on campus when our the GOAT, John Wooden, said this is it and his last game and all that. And it's, it is, you're lucky to be around it, to be able to say you've seen it. Whenever somebody of that stature, you know, here and seeing Gary Williams, Big John Thompson. I mean, we've, we've had goats around here and you see the impact and what happens when they decide to say that it's over. Uh, Joe Jackson Gibbs left and then came back. And still put forth the best results, to my knowledge, that we've had in 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 goat two. You know, you're you're lucky to have them, man. I mean, most people are stuck on stupid like we are, and that's where most people hang out. That's why Detroit is such a great story. The Lions, no longer a joke. And what did it take to do it? And look at the personalities. That it has. It's not one guy. They got rock stars on every level. Front office, field, offense, defense, teams, everywhere, every level. And what's the common denominator? They got competency, competent quarterbacking. The only thing I can't figure out now with certainty is who can crack this combination and be mediocre at that position. I don't know if there's – is there anybody that can crack the combination with mediocrity? I, I mean, I just so. – when I say mediocre, there's nobody in the league that's mediocre. So let me take that back. They're all professional. They're all pros, all top of the game. But there are elites, people who get it done. And all these teams and great defensive coaches, they've had great quarterbacks. I mean, show me a guy that wins with a guy. That's why Purdy – if you want to know what perfection looks like, look at – Shanahan and the system as to how many people copy what they do. That's the ultimate compliment. And then, but can't do it the way they do it because you don't have the personnel. But that's why we marvel once we get the code. We're trying to crack a code. And some people do it without one, and it's very difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's tough. We've seen the running back go by by where the old the Buffalo. And yet, good teams have running games. They may have multiple backs, but they get production between the tackles. Then we've gone through the shot. Is it the shotgun or under center? What way to go? Joe Jackson Gibbs hated the shotgun. Doesn't mean he's right or wrong, but I'm just saying. Everybody you can do it a number of different ways. I don't know if Andy Reid's done it without it. So, 
you know, that's why this is so much fun because except for our dear friend, who can figure this out? Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure. Uh hopefully oh, whoever they, hopefully whoever they hire can figure it out. That that would well, be Well, yeah, preference. but look what it's going to take. Like Wink Martindale. I'm a Wink guy. You know what I like about Wink? Reminds me of Buddy Ryan. And you know what? He's not trying to trick you. That's my, the most disappointing performance this year by our team offensively to me was the Giants. Because Wink told you, he gives you the finger. Hey, I'm coming in a damn thing you can do about it, and I'll be damned. We got bum rushed by a, a guy telegraphing. About it. Yeah. Telegraphing. That, to me, was piss poor planning and execution by everybody involved. How do you lose to the Giants? And we made the poor kid number five, Thibodeau, if he's going to the Pro Bowl, we he took up all our points. It's because he played this team twice, that's why. Played us twice. Got half his year stats against us. We got punked. It was the greatest example of of just it's it, it I swore twenty I was not gonna do this again. I'm gonna let it go. Because I was almost generating a volcano type of effort. And I don't want to be drugged back into that. That's over. We will, won't be out coached that way anymore. Hopefully. And if somebody's bold enough to give us the finger and tell us what they're going to do, guess what? We hopefully are going to get in a three-point stance with a little forward lean and a little blush knuckles. And we're coming off the ball right at you. And let's see what goes. And what does that remind you of? What the Michigan Wolverines just did to damn near everybody. They threw 18 passes in the national championship game. I know a lot of you fantasy guys are unhappy. Give me that all day long. Just beating you body shots. Joe Frazier busting ribs and moving to a championship. So there's a number of way of doing it. I'm just telling you what I like. And it's just busted ribs, bloody nine yards. I'd like to get back to that. The finesse thing, the poodle deal, I'm out. What do you stand in? I, I want to get back to winning. Whatever whatever brings wins, I think your style is more likely to bring wins. I just want to win. I have never seen a, a season with more than 11 wins in my life here. So I'd, I'd <laughs> like that. Is that too much to ask? Especially now there's 17 games. In a couple years, there's going to be 18 games. Can I just? <laughs> can a man just get 11 wins? You're so true. I mean, there's nothing that makes me laugh more than us making a big deal about anybody getting 1,000 yards at anything. Terry's only 37 yards behind for 1,000. Slim, we're paying 18 games. Come on, get over that. Ain't nobody bust a grape here. If that's a big thing to you, then you're a loser. What we're trying to do is win games, not hit, you know, the personal best. You know, I'm just saying, I don't feel that. I don't feel that. You want to just get lap on the other side of the hour. You you agree, BDD? Yeah, yeah. We I got right, more we'll news for you the uh, other hour too. We got more. To oh, go. that's right, more news. Oh, we'd love that. The Sheehan Show without Kevin. Kevin, we hopefully. Well, you know what? We've been sworn to secrecy about Sheehan. Um, so what we're gonna do that? We're gonna just let it go. Let your imagination run wild. You're probably right. That's if it involved a private aircraft. All right, then we'll do that. Back with more here on the Sheehan Show, Team 980. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.